Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. USA! USA! Shot clock turned off. Calvary. Hall. Eight to shoot. Hall. The runner! It's time for Zag Hoop Talk with Jack and Zach on the Believe Podcast Network. Oh, wow. Here's Jack Ferris. They found mold in my apartment. And Rob Zachary. I'm pretty much the monkey with the bone. Believe in the Zags with Zach and Jack. He's Rob Zachary. I'm Jack Ferris. What kind of clothes are we wearing today in the closet, Rob? What do we got going on? A Macho Man Randy Savage t-shirt. You are not wearing a Macho Man. I cannot make these things up. T-shirt or? T-shirt. Oh, okay. There's sleeves on it. But, but it will be taken off soon enough sometime in the episode. This episode might get hot, so you might want to pop that back off. That's what I'm expecting. It's going to get a little, a little weird. The the days are getting longer, both in Spokane and here in San Francisco. The regular season is officially over. We've turned the calendar to March. It's time for postseason basketball, Rob. I know. Are you ready? Can you believe we're in March? We're in March. This is March. To quote quote John Rob. Where did it go? I don't know. I don't know. But we've, uh, we've stepped up our game here on the podcast. A big, big episode. Very cool, very special. Uh, Lissa's letters, uh, pretty cool email from one of our listeners. We have our own award show to get to, a regular season award show. Oh, yeah. The first annual Sack and Jacks. The Sack and Jacks. I like it. I feel like we'll explain it when we get there, but I feel like if it's a unanimous award, if we both award, if we both have the same person, that's the Sack and Jack. That's what you're after. If not, you win a sack and you win a jack. But you want to win a sack and jack, which is when you're the unanimous, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm on my third espresso this morning. Starting five, presented by Northern Quest, things to do in Vegas. See, I might get arrested for what I might say on this one. I, I think the people are going to want to know what you want to do in Vegas. But here's the thing. What I, think- I want to do or, like, what's – I'm and- trying to ap- appease to the, the people. But some of the things on my mind – I don't know. We got to so, talk about this. I took it the same way. I took it. I took it. This is advice to people on what, if you're going Correct. to Vegas, this is what you should do. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. That's what I did. But I have a question for you. We'll get to that when we get down that road. Okay. I, a, a Vegas because question? I, yeah, I'm, I'm just really nervous that it's going to get me in jail. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Hey, well, we'll talk about it. Well, yeah, we'll talk about it. It's a question. First a question. and foremost, you are going to Vegas, and the Zags will be the one seed in the WCC tournament. They uh, wrapped up the regular season with, I won't say convincing, but a, a decisive win against St. Mary's at home. Uh, How did you experience the game Saturday night? I was at the game. It was a great game, great atmosphere. The student section was full. Uh, I was just, I was proud of how our guys handled that game. I don't. It, what do you think? I thought it was just 
away we came back from adversity and we really handled those guys senior nights i've been to a few especially the, oh, the byu games when they would beat us and there's no bigger bummer than losing on senior night especially when you're the heavy favorite and we were very much uh, uh the game was very much in doubt especially at halftime you know you have all the emotion pregame. did you know Rui was going to be there I had no clue. They kept that on the the, uh, the down low for sure. And you know, I was thinking when we were when I was playing, I think we had to bring random teams. At least it's a good game on senior night. You know, we had to bring like um, Eastern like, Oregon or somebody. Some directional school. I remember that. So I Bart and I, the NARP, our uh, official NARP. Off air, Bart. We're we're talking. Remember the days. Remember it was like University of South Carolina Upstate that they would import yes. some directional school that you guys would pound out just for senior night. We don't do that anymore. Please, no, don't use the term pound out when we are playing basketball again. Okay, but yes, yes, uh, we we were we would always bring these random school these squads in that I would be like, what? Let's just move on. I don't need this senior night. You know, I don't need my night to be like this if we're playing these guys. So it's kind of cool to see them actually have a good game and, and they, and uh, they got to win on their senior night. So I think it makes it even more special. Probably the first time you've got to see a senior night since you were a player, right? Yes. That was that, that I forgot how special. uh, No, (laughs) no, no. I did. I know what those guys are thinking, and uh, no, I, I I'm glad they've had, especially Tilly's had an amazing career, yeah. and um, not not downplaying the rest of those guys, but he was a four year guy, and you're just really proud of those type of guys, man. That's the thing. The last couple of years, whether it's like a Jordan Matthews or a Byron Wesley, every year we have this impact guy that came in, and maybe he starts, maybe he's the six eye off the bench, but they're only there for a year. But then we still kind of have such a relationship with them because right. it, it's been, you know, seven months that they've been in our lives. And I'm, of course, I'm talking about a guy like, like Ryan Woolridge. So it's, it's special, but I think you're right to say, I don't think anyone's going to blame you to say it's a little more special to say goodbye to Achille and Tilly. For sure. That's just, and that's just and he's had, I was, if you look at his record and his career, at Gonz- he might have hands down the best career now, obviously, he's had the injuries, but mm-hmm. if you look at his track record, Sweet 16, Final Four, Elite Eight, and who knows what this year may bring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? Who else has that record on their on their? Uh, well, Perkins, has that record? Perkins is pretty good. I mean, obviously, Tilly can eclipse that if they, he goes to another Final Four. Two Final Fours would trump anything. But I remember Tilly hitting those two free throws at the very end of the South Carolina game to put us into the national championship game. I don't think he right. took, I think we were, we were up like two or three with like 10 seconds, 15 seconds to go. And I don't think he touched rim on either of the two free throws. Just a big moment for an 18 year old. And it, it feels like yesterday It was three years ago. It's crazy. It goes by really fast. So it fast. goes by so fast and it goes by faster and faster. I think the older you get for sure. So, Tremendous career for all the seniors if they were here for a year or four years. Uh, we are recording this Tuesday morning, so don't add us or add us. We don't really care. Uh, if we miss the WCC men's awards, I will tell you just a minute ago, Jill Townsend 
of your Gonzaga Bulldogs was just named WCC Player of the Year. Congrats, Jill. You did well-deserved. Well-deserved. How many games did you got out to? A lot of games this year, huh? I was able to go to three, which oh, okay. is more than I've ever been in my whole entire life. So I think I've uh, when I was at Gonzaga, and this is on me, I take full blame on me, I probably went to two women's uh, games. Yeah. And I and and unfortunately that's when one of the best women's basketball players I would say hands down point guards. Oh, Courtney? She's one of the best. Yeah. And yeah. I I didn't take advantage of that when was there like you know I look back like she she was setting records, dude. Well, and she played alongside uh, our good friend and WCC Hall of Famer Heather Bowman. Yeah, like that—that that was a squad. They—they they had some squad. They went. I think they went to the furthest they ever went for school history. It was the Elite Eight. And they, they made were, it into the Elite Eight. Was that your senior year? Something like that, right around that. Something like that, around there. Yeah, yeah and and you just got to give them credit and uh, what they've done for this program and all. It's unbelievable. They're ranked 10th in the country right now. Yeah. So they are on track to host the first two rounds at the McCarthy Athletic Center. And, of course, knock on wood, Gonzaga, unless something catastrophic happens, the men will be hosting the first two games at the arena, which means probably a crazy four days for one Rob Sacre, right? Crazy couple days. I'm assuming you you catch all four of them, right? Uh, yeah. And yeah, who knows? I think it's going to be a great time in the city and this city is going to be like just thriving and it's going to be a great energy and we need all that. And it's going to be fun. Uh, we've had great weather so far. So if we can keep this weather being in the fifties, like it is, then let's keep, let's have all the people in the world want to come to Spokane and watch these games. All right, speaking of fun and great weather, you are getting on a plane to go to Sin City to uh, root on the two number one seeds in both WCC tournaments this weekend at the Orleans. When are you headed to Vegas? (sighs) Saturday. Saturday, and you're going with that, right? Yeah, the wife and I are going down. Any kids? No kids. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. We're adults. We're adults, and uh, we're not parents. We're adults when we head down there. And God help us. Wait, our God, first- seven days, is, or not seven days, but four days, more than two days in Vegas is a lot. And you've got two nights before the first game, dude, if you're there Saturday. That yes. is major. Saturday, Sunday, and then the women tip off noon. The men that night against uh, most likely Pacific, maybe San Francisco, who knows. But you, you've got a lot of time to uh, make mistakes before the first games, my man. Don't say that. <laughs> I trust don't, you. Listen, you're, don't you're, say that. You're on, you're on the right side of 30, and I say that in meaning you've had some experience. You know, you know the major do's and don'ts of, oh, of a season. And it's taken me 30 years to figure out the do's and don'ts for sure. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, dude, Vegas is a lot, man. Vegas is a lot. You know that. I do know that. I do know that. We're gonna get to uh, we're gonna get to things to do in Las Vegas. But before we do that, is there anything other than two nets cutting down that you're expecting from both Gonzaga no. teams? I think it's gonna be a. Uh, I think we're gonna see. Uh, I think we're gonna see BYU 
in the uh, finals. That's be that's my prediction. I hope so. I hope so on the men's side. Yeah, that would be awesome. So I think that's going to – and they're a good team. What, are they 10th in the country right now? They're around there. I'd have to look it up. You caught me off. I believe – yeah, no, I know. And St. Mary's is ranked as well. Yeah, so it, this is one of those things where a few years – I say a few years ago. It was like – so when Seven, we eight. When, when, when we were in school – Remember, it was the same kind of thing. The top two teams got a bye all the way to the semifinals, right? Right. And then I think it was like seven years ago, they switched it to like, all right, now Gonzaga, St. Mary's, BYU, you guys have to play uh, the quarterfinal game too, which was just another game. I'm glad they switched it back because it obviously protects year in and year out, generally the top team, the WCC which has been the Zags as of late, and as of late, I mean the last two decades, is yeah, I was gonna almost, say, is, almost, is almost a shoe-in to the tournament. So the, the conference would be kind of screwing themselves if they gave uh, you know, the top team another chance to, to ruin their season, ruin their bid kind of thing. So it's working, if that makes sense. You want your top dogs to play minimal, minimal games leading up to Selection Sunday. Yeah, because you want good basketball. You want good who basketball. Wants watch, who wants to see a bunch of brick shots and just rebounds after, like, three straight games? No, that's – And at the end of the day, what matters for the ter- – what matters more for the conference, even if uh, more so than a competitive tournament, is getting teams in the big dance, getting teams representing the WCC in a couple of weeks. So this current format, although it might be – I don't know if unfair is the word, but that's just how it is. Win more games. Capitalism. If you that's That's called capitalism. Okay. Just remember that. Okay. So as I mentioned, we are just a a few minutes away in real time, as Rob and I are talking right now from the WCC announcing their uh, awards. If it goes to anyone other than Phil, most valuable player, I'll have a problem. But something tells me it's going to go to Childs. It's neither here nor there. We can talk ourselves into circles there. But Rob and I have prepared for you the first inaugural Sack and Jack Awards to be given out for regular season excellence. Can you describe what this award will look like when we hand it off to somebody? What would you? Uh, what is our our vision of the award when we hand it to somebody? I'm thinking less. I'm glad you asked. I'm thinking less actual statue award and more maybe T-shirt. Mm, okay, I like Sack it. and Jack. With our logo like just it. on it. I like maybe a wet t-shirt, but okay. Okay. So we have, uh, we have a few categories. Is there anything you want to say before we, we get into this? This isn't personal, guys. No, it's not personal. Hey, this is not personal law. Although it could not be more personal because we decided it ourselves. <laughs> no, I'm with you. It's not personal. So we have, I guess I'll, I'll do the award, the, the categories first before we get into the pageantry of it all. We have best dressed for the season, best okay. moment, best moment, best game, most improved. I also put backslash biggest surprise of the year, mm-hmm. and then of, and then of course and then of course MVP. Ooh. Okay, are you Ooh. ready, Rob? Yep. All right, here we go. Now picture. Picture your TV going dark and then this music kicking in, leading into Rob and I at a podium, both in tuxedos. Oh, my God. 
Good evening and welcome to the inaugural Sack and Jack Awards. He's Rob Sacre. I'm Jack Ferris. We are in tuxedos, as you can see. We are not in Macho Man Randy Savage t-shirts. I'm in a tuxedo t-shirt, actually. <laughs> Hold on. I got I to gotta figure out. A, there we go. Yeah, keep I it under control over okay, there. Okay. Let's dial it back. Let's dial it back. Okay. Is that pro- I have a feeling... That's like one of the videos you like to watch on. Uh, they have that background oh, noise. Dude, I watch Academy Award speeches from from yesteryear all the time. I watch classic. I watch like Billy Crystal Academy Award open songs, open numbers. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. what you would call a nerd. But Rob, let's get to it. Yes. Best dressed for the 2019-2020 Gonzaga basketball season. Now this now you want to explain best yeah, dress? Sure. This is obviously for the coaching staff, maybe red shirts, maybe medical medical red shirts. Shout out uh Anton. But this is for the guys who who aren't contributing on the court who contribute in other ways. Mm. By, by being mm. by being very nice to look at on the bench. Now Rob <clears throat> I really, really, really wanted to give this to uh, new new assistant coach Roger Powell because okay. I feel like it would be a good award to welcome him in. Welcome to the family. Here's an award. Here's a sack and jack. Here's a T-shirt. You know, well done. But I honestly took this award way too seriously, and I went back and looked through the games. He didn't really do anything to wow me. Oh, no, he didn't. No, he, he didn't, didn't do anything to wow me, I Rob. I agree. You got to take risks. So you know what? That, and people might have a problem with this. But I'm giving Best Dressed the Jack Award to public address announcer Kevin James. Wow. Wow. Just the sweater? The Just V-neck the sweater. sweater? Well, he switches the sweater up, doesn't he? Doesn't he I it don't know if he does. Look, I would be honest, not this, sure. was, this was just a way for me to get Kevin in the show. I I hear you. He's gonna get a little. He's gonna get all in his panties right Speaking now up, because Ad- we talked about him. Adam wore a suit. How about Adam wore a suit? I know. Adam that wore. speech was great too. Yeah. yeah. Um. You know what? I like where your head's at. And I looked down that bench, and a lot of guys didn't wear uh, ties with their suits either. That's a thing. I I think Dude, this Rob. We had the same experience because I was looking. I was like, "All right, somebody give me something." I don't even. Prob- I don't have a problem giving it to Tommy, as right. long as Tommy dresses well. But yeah, there's the no tie thing is a real thing these days. It is. And so, with that being said, I gave the sack award to myself. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know so, what? I don't hate. No, so I thought I was the best dressed at every single damn Gonzaga game. And if anybody wants to say otherwise, then they could come talk to me. But I know for a damn well I was the best dressed in that place. Did you ever no wear did you ever wear the same thing twice? Never. Good for you. Good for you. Never. Okay, Never. there you have I it. was the best dressed. I, I think I deserve that award. Kevin James and Rob Sacre, recipients of the Best Dressed Jack and Sack Award, respectively. Best mm. moment of the season. Rob, Ooh. do you want to start? Best, yeah, I'll start with this. You know, to be honest, 
the best moment for me was, and I have to give the sack award to Tilly when he hit his first shot back. I thought that was really... I believe he hit a three. Now someone's going to uh, abuse. When we were worried if he was going to play another game kind of thing. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. And him just coming back and having that first game in the kennel, that was, I thought, for your senior night or for, for your senior year. Yeah. It was pretty It was pretty impactful, and I thought um, it was cool to see him back and just how the crowd embraced him and how the community just loves their Zags. It was a good it was a good vibe. So I got best moment was Tilly's first shot and his first bucket back in the kennel. Congratulations to Killian Tilly. My yes. moment, I kind of, I, I went back and forth here. I wasn't sure what to do. Our good friend, um, Drew Timmy, who looks like he could be the head valet attendant at an award show. Had a, had a couple of moments that I saw in person. So Does he have a lightning? I picture a lightning earring hanging down he's wearing yeah and he's wearing he's wearing a cheaper suit that's either a little too big (laughs) or a little too small it doesn't fit him perfectly no and he's just like just can't wait for his cigarette break right and can't wait you can tell he wears one suit and has like two dress shirts that he like rotates in and out that he doesn't really ever wash because he's not sure how to wash them and and got van and and wearing van like uh skater shoes with the suit yes Yes. So I, I thought about giving it to our guy, Timmy. But then I thought about some really big Corey moments, and Corey had some big moments. I think a lot of the times the knock on him this season was played really well when the game was – or the knock on him, especially coming into the season, played really well when the game was out of hand and maybe tightened up when the game was tight. I thought he, uh, he turned that narrative on its head this season – and had some big time plays, but I couldn't name just one. So my best moment goes to all the moments Corey Kispert flexed. Every single moment Corey Kispert flexed. And one time our good friend Bart found it for me. I think it was after a dunk against North Carolina. He not only flexed with his right bicep, but pointed to it with his left index finger. That is an all time flex. So congratulations to Killian Tilly and Corey Kispert, uh, recipients of the what, Best Moments. Jack, Jack, where do you get these ideas? Best Jack. moments. Really, moments we will cherish, Rob. Not yeah. only this year, but in, in years well into the future. Best. We game need to make a poster for you on that one, by the way. All right, of, go ahead. Of Kispert flexing? Done. Yes. Or of Timmy parking cars. Best game of 2019-2020, Rob. I'll go for – we might have the same one here. I think this one's obvious. But we Best game? Yeah, best game of 2019-2020. We weren't really sure what kind of team we had with the Zags until they went to the Bahamas, and they defeated maybe the best team in the Pac-12, the Oregon Ducks. A 73-72 overtime thriller. Uh, it looked very much. We had the momentum second half, and then we lost all momentum. And then even in overtime, the game looked like it belonged to Oregon. We battled back and held on to that uh, one point win before getting housed by Michigan. But this is best game, and I think it's the Oregon game. I was going to say Arizona. Okay, good one. Because we 
we were in a hostile environment mm -hmm. and I believe it was just a game where we looking back it was a great game to play and it was an awesome game on schedule now looking at it it's like damn those guys are man Arizona <laughs> They're fine. what happened they, what well, you know happened? What, you know what happened is UCLA all of a sudden decided they were good at the Pac-12 and started beating everybody and it was really screwing with us. Anywho, yeah. congratulations to... We got a little ad playing in my uh, copyright-free music here, so skip that ad. Congratulations to uh, the Oregon Ducks and the Arizona Wildcats for winning uh, the Jack and Sack, respectively. Ooh, how about this music? Yeah, good. We switched it up for the major awards here. Switched up the the music bed here is Rock. this like a i feel like a microsoft i'm going into a microsoft meeting with this type of music yeah get inspired brother most uh, improved biggest surprise of the 2019 2020 season Jack are we gonna Murray. say this together we should just say this together oh on a, see, on a I, break. I, think we, I think we have different ones Ooh. so why don't you go first joel ii I had a Yai written down. I went Woolridge. I looked Woolridge up. Mm -hmm. Now he went. Uh, he went down a point mm -hmm. from last year. Um, okay, well, give me points. Give me your give me your case for for a Yai. My case for a Yai was he went from one point eight points a game to ten points a game in one year. So that's. Pretty yeah. dramatic. It's a pretty, and good pretty good case. That's pretty. <laughs> that's a pretty dramatic change in life. Um, so I just went with that, and the kid has heart, and I just I've been rooting for him all season. Yeah, he lost his head for a little bit, but he's. I hope he's going to bring it back for this tournament and be dialed in. I know that this music is perfect for this because you're being so nice and sentimental, and you know I'm rooting for the kid. Uh, you know what's remarkable, Rob? Guess how many guys we had on the squad average over 10 points a game? Remember, we talk about it all the time. We pretty much play seven guys on this team. I want to say like seven guys. Till, uh, Drew Timmy is like the lowest with 10. Six guys. Drew has like 9.8, 9.7 points per game. Yeah. So we damn near have seven guys averaging over 10 a game, which is remarkable. Um, I honestly, but this was this would have been a cop out. I wanted to give it to the whole backcourt. I wanted to give it to Woolridge, Ayayi, and Gilder, uh, all of yeah. whom averaged just over ten points per game. Because I think, I mean, obviously, the biggest question mark coming into the season was a backcourt, and they exceeded expectations in a big way. I don't right. like this. I don't like this bad. Hold on, we gotta get. We gotta go back to the to the good. Here we go. Um. So yeah, congratulations to. Ayayi and Woolridge. I can't with this music, bro. No, buddy. We remember, we're wearing... Tuxedo. I know. We're professional. We're being professional. Well, you're right. You're right. Okay. Most valuable player of the 2019-2020 season. He does not just get the Sack and Jack Award. He will get the WCC Award. I'm hoping. I'm refreshing Twitter. Hopefully, they don't screw us and make us look dumb. Although, it would, it would be even better if he didn't get it and he gets... Maybe the better award in the Sack and Jack. But From Eastern Europea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From Eastern Europea. <laughs> Our good buddy, Phil. 
Yeah. Whether it's Petrusev, whether it's Petrusev, doesn't matter. He's filling our hearts, and he is the most valuable player, according to the Sack and Jack podcast. Endorsed by Sack and Jack as the most valuable player. Played every WCC game. Uh, really a warrior. Did it all. Stepped up when he had to we, step up. We've had to ride that horse all the way to where we're at. You honestly can make the case that he was the most improved player, too. Yeah, I could see that, but we can't give two awards to one can't, guy. No, 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 no. But that's capitalism. That's capitalism. You don't know anything about that, Jack. That's fitting that he is the only unanimous pick on our list. Good for Phil. Hopefully he sticks around. Hopefully he decides to spend four years in Spokane. But I understand capitalism's capitalism. You got to make that money. Mm. Make that money. Oh, <laughs> oh, preach. So congrats to Phil. And that wraps up. Any closing uh, words before we continue on with the podcast show and wrap up the award show, Rob? This award is probably the best award you'll ever have in your life, guys. Mm-hmm. So embrace it. Cherish it. Cherish it. Okay. That was great. Good work. So that said, Rob, I think this is this two-week stretch. And again, for a player, it's probably even worse. But the WC season is wrapped up. We're not playing any games. We're waiting for two games in Vegas. And then out after that, we're waiting another 10 days of sitting around and watching other teams play basketball. As a fan, it's a bummer because you, you got really nothing to do other than maybe watch like a Kansas fall or a Baylor fall route for the top dogs to come down. But as a player, what's it like just practicing at home, waiting around to play meaningful games? It is excruciating. Mm -hmm. It is so – and this is what – I think last episode we talked about this. It's a fine balance, right, Mm -hmm. where you need to keep that intensity for practice and keep in a high intensity, but at the same time you don't want to burn your guys out and make it like – you wanna you wanna just sharpen your weapons. You don't need to you don't need to make create new weapons. You know right. what I mean? It's all sure. about just just keeping it sharp and keeping everything tight and crisp so when you're ready for the tournament. And that's that fine balance for coaching where it's hard, man. You're just watching other people's games and how how can we implement different things to get better? What can we do to improve and keep these guys you know, focused on improving themselves. It's boring, but at least uh, it's boring from our perspective as uh, a team that's more than likely going to get the number one seed in the West. Finally, uh, the tournament is being is in Spokane, and it's a year when we play our best basketball because we always find a year to screw ourselves uh, when it's a Spokane year and we have to go play in some other city. Uh, the stars are aligning right now, knock on wood. It should be It should be a magical march, but for now, It's very boring. Next week, not going to be boring for you. Rob and I are coming at you with two episodes. Yes. Two episodes. One Tuesday, right after the semifinal, knock on wood, hopefully we go to our whatever it is, like 18th consecutive WCC final. The stats on that are ridiculous. I'll look it up for next week. But what will be very special is we'll be talking to Rob early in the morning, like maybe 9, 10, because, dude, the women – if they make the final, we'll have to play at one, which means we'll have to get you up and early. And one in Vegas is like nine a.m. It really is. <laughs> so we'll have to we'll we'll get you up. You'll certainly have had a, a couple of pops the night before because that's what you do in Vegas. 
If my voice is even more raspy, I apologize. No, you apologize to no one, sir. You apologize. Mm. But uh, so we will have a show for you Tuesday, like normal, leading into the championship game. And then we're going to come right back at you uh, later in the week with kind of a a wrap-up of the WCC tournament, where we're expected to go uh, come Selection Sunday. Then after Selection Sunday, we're going to have a show, blah, 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 blah. Uh, anyway, expect a couple of episodes a week uh, from now through the end of Gonzaga's tourney run. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, uh, email. It's actually sackandjack60 at gmail.com. Uh, our social media intern works really hard on all these platforms, so make sure he feels we, we feel like he's doing a good job. Otherwise, the leprechaun doesn't get his pot of gold. The leprechaun needs his pot of gold. We got to support him. He's about to have yes. little. Lep- he's going to have little leprechauns running around very soon. Yes, very soon. <laughs> so before before we get into our starting five things to do in Vegas, we have a very cool uh, list of letters from our friend Mark Haley, uh, a listener who wrote us a, a very long email. And you know what? Mark wrote a long email. I'm going to read it all. Uh, of course. We, none of this is possible without our sponsors. Vincero watches. How's your wrist look, bro? Oh, like a million bucks. Hey, does Tom Hudson rock his watch on the side? I would hope so. I'd hope so. I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. Uh, go to VinceroWatches.com backslash Zags. Use code Z-A-G-S. That's Zags, all caps, for 15% off. We want to support the people who support us. So please, if you love the show, we love you. But uh, if you want to love us even more, buy a watch. Buy a watch. Oh. They're Zag alums. They're our age. We party together, and we want to party. I think we're going to party with the Vincero guys. Knock on wood, should we go to Staples Center, Rob? Hey, Vincero makes you look like a million bucks. And if you look like a million bucks, you have a better chance to attract a million bucks. Well said. Okay, this is from Mark Haley, Lissa's Letters. He wrote, he uh, reached out to us on our email, which again is Jack, J-A-C-K, and I say it different every time. I'm sorry. Every time. It's Jack, J-A-C-K and A-N-D, SAC, S-A-C, 60 at gmail.com. So Mark reached out. <clears throat> hey, guys. Every March, my two friends, University of Arizona graduates. It's so crazy how close. <laughs> Everyone from Gonzaga has Arizona friends. I've got like yeah. Arizona friends. It's, it's weird. We get along. Every March, my two friends, University of Arizona graduates, and I travel somewhere for the first weekend of March Madness. This year, I was able to talk them into Spokane. It will be my first time seeing the campus and city that is home to my favorite basketball team. How crazy is that? I became a, I became a fan of the Zags in 1999 when I filled out my first bracket and picked Zaga to beat the school my dad and his friends went to, Minnesota. I picked them to win another game after that, and of course, the Zags did me one better and even advanced to the lead eight. Uh, my dad and his friends were even more impressed by my upset picks the following two years when I picked Gonzaga to advance to the Sweet 16 again and again with Gonzaga painted off three state years. Go Zags. Uh, at first, they associated me with Gonzaga, but as years went on, I attached myself and became a huge fan. It didn't hurt that I was in the same grade as Adam Morrison as I rooted for the Zags from afar at a small Division three school in Wisconsin while getting my degree in broadcast journalism. My fandom has grown and grown, and I've since seen the Zags play everywhere from Memphis to Maui and most of the Western cities in between. Uh, This will be my first time in Spokane, and as the Zag fan of the bunch, it's on me to come up with these suggestions and show them that Spokane was a worthy destination for our annual get-together. 
Lilac City rocks, bro. Your podcast is incredible. Okay, Baba Boy says really nice things about me that'll sound self-serving if I read them. Uh, I'm, excited, I'm excited. You know, that's a, that's a fine line. He says nice things. I'm not going to read them. I'm excited for you guys to release the best five bars episode you promised back at the beginning of the season. It's coming. But oh, five, well, we should do that before. Well, well, we will. Well, we got. We got. We got time. Uh, yeah, because next week will be before people come. Right. Okay. Yeah. But to finally assign with you and your mission after this rambling email, uh, I need you guys to tell me Spokane's best bet for a late night dance party fitting for the celebration of the Zags dancing in March yet again. I'm looking for a place where the drinks are overflowing on a sticky dance floor that people are unwisely attempting Mark Few handstands on. Uh, from the podcast, it sounds like the marquee was up to the challenge when you guys were in your prime raging days. Bad news. RIP marquee doesn't exist anymore. Yes. No. Don't get me wrong. We're well out of our prime, but we can rage. Ba 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 ba. I didn't uh, damn, think he, he's writing a. I know. I know. He's writing a damn like Harry Potter book. Jesus. I didn't say the mission would be easy, but there's got to be a place I can count on to show them some debauchery. P.S. After listening to the podcast, I pulled the trigger and bought an incredible home white double zero jersey with Go Zags watermarked on the back. My new favorite Zags jersey. How about that? Wow. I'm honored. Okay. So Mark has a mission. Thank you, Mark, for sending the email. Uh, uh, thank you, Mark, for listening. Um. Now you're about to get just destroyed. What? what, what, what? <laughs> I don't, it's hard. It's hard to me believe he's he's been a fan for two decades and has never been to Spokane. That is where but is I he coming it. from? Where is he coming from? I don't know. He he lists like four. Said Minnesota was his family. Yeah, and then he went to a D three school in the upper Midwest. I want to say. Uh, Traveling isn't a problem for him because he's been to Maui and Memphis. He's been to every West Coast game. I guess this goes back to, I talked about this. People, there's going to be a ton of Zag fans seeing their first Zag game in Spokane, not unlike Mark, because tickets are so hard to get. Right. Absolutely. So good for Mark for making the trip. Uh, your Arizona, I, I saw, because I'm checking Joe Lenardi like every day now, it looks like Arizona is going to Albany. Mark, so where would you rather go, Spokane or Albany? Case Ugh. closed. Ugh. Um, where do we send him? The late night. So when he said late night, uh, satellite came to mind. When was the last time you were satellite? satellite? Uh, oof. Uh, maybe seven, eight years, at least eight, eight or nine years ago. Yeah. Guess what? Yeah, it's, it's, it's exactly the same. Uh, I would. Oof. Jack and Dan's is a must. You got to go to Jack and Dan's. Jack and Dan's is obviously, you're like, if you want to see tradition of Gonzaga, I would say Jack and Dan's. If it's you want be, to see. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, it's going to be packed. It's, that's Gonzaga's traditional bar. Would you not say? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's also, unfortunately, a little bit of a hike to the arena from there. Is it, though? No. Oh, to I the mean, arena. To, to the, the arena. arena. To the arena. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're going to the girls' game, sure, it's right up the street. But the arena is a little further, and by a little further, it's probably like a mile and a half. It's not that far. It's very. Doable. It really isn't that bad. Yeah, and it's a pretty walk by the water. So if you're drunk and you're would, walking, you're nice and warm. You feel good. You, I've done that walk many times, drunk. It's fine. 
Dude, but anyways, there's a there's a ton of spots downtown that you could just walk over the bridge to now. Like O'Doherty's is awesome. Yes, I'm an O'Doherty's guy. Yes. What is it? Thirty two taps. I screw up the number every time. Or twenty four taps. Twenty four, I think. Twenty eight. There's taps. a lot. There's a lot going on now downtown. They're bringing more bars downtown, and it's just I think the city's thriving. The hipsters are bringing the city into like this new new look, you know. So debauchery, Mark, you didn't mention if you have kids. You're Adam's age, so that makes you 34, 35. Um, I'm assuming because you're with a couple of other bros, you're looking to get down and dirty with it, which <sighs> Spokane is good at that. Um, so, yeah, I would say go to Barracho's if you're looking for that oh, type yeah. of party. <laughs> yeah. a triangle. Yeah, you go that triangle. What's that triangle? The Globe, Barachos. And then what's the new Zola's. 90s? The, the new 90s bar that's right next to uh, Fast Eddie's. Uh, it's not the road. I have no idea. To be honest, I haven't gone out like that. I, my life has changed. You can buy you can buy alcoholic um, Capri Suns there. Capri Suns with booze in them. Mark. Excuse me? Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't yeah, remember but- what it's called, and I'm not going to look it up, but... People he's, out there know what I'm talking about. It's not the same as the marquee. No, 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 no. I mean, if you if you want an experience that's close, it's definitely Globe, Baracha. Yeah, that would be your closest thing to – no, but nothing was the marquee. I'm going to put the marquee on a pedestal. Right. Yeah. Marquee is like it's even greater now that it's now that it's gone behind us. Yeah. Oh, like, and oh, now we can talk we can we can put this to something like a utopia that no one has mm-hmm. ever seen before. We can we're gonna hype the marquee up a little bit more. My last night that. in Marquee I vomited on the stairs. The, you know the secret back stairs that all the players got to take up to the to the room? Oh yeah. I vomited on them. So I wouldn't know, be I mean, surprised. See, why don't I do that to myself? I don't even. I, there was no reason for me to tell that story, and it just makes me look like a sleaze ball. <laughs> why did I, I keep? Do, I always do that to myself. Uh, Mark, I hope that helped your. I hope that helped you out. Please don't hesitate to seek out the dude in the giant red suit who's seven foot eleven, uh, and very, and is laughing all the time because it's Rob. Oh, Go I'm say what up all the time. Introduce yourself as Mark Haley. Hopefully you have that uh, double zero jersey on your shoulder. I'll say what's up. Yeah, yeah. come on. Come say hi. Uh, do you go – how old is too old for a dude to be wearing a basketball jersey with no undershirt? Ooh, with no undershirt? Yeah. Ooh. Uh, I think – are we talking like a shirt or a beater? Like a, like – Going to a tournament game with your two friends from Arizona. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it gets to a point, man. It's 30 Just, for me. For me, the age is 30. I now, think it's art before that. Okay. I used to have a rule that. We're it, not in the 90s anymore. Jerseys aren't. We're not wearing jerseys to the club type deal. You really? know what I mean? Like, I thought you were going to go the other way on this one, Rob. I definitely thought you were going to go the other way on this. We're bent. Yeah, no. I have a rule where if the if the athletes of the jersey you're wearing is younger than you, you can't wear it. I agree. That's weird too. That's a good rule, right? I I, com- I I completely agree on that. Unless you're related to that person, like if it was you know your dad or something wearing your jersey, 
But even then, I'd want your dad to have like a dress shirt underneath it. You know that look? Or, or says my son. There's you know something like my I'm dad of you yeah, know. Something. There's exceptions to every rule, but I think right. generally, unless you're unless you're just absolutely gun showed out, unless the buys and tries are looking hot. Then maybe there's an exception to the rule. I guess there's a, there's exceptions to every rule. If you literally are so jacked that you can't wear a regular shirt, I'll allow you to wear Rob's double zero jersey with no sleeves. Double zero for a double dose of this hero. <laughs> uh, Mark Haley, thank you so much for the email. Jack and Sack sixty at gmail.com. Mark, do us a favor. After the trip, uh, send us an email letting us know how it went. Yeah, send us some pictures, man. Yeah, please tweet do. us some pictures. Okay, Rob, things to do in Vegas. Things okay. to do in Vegas. You are going with the misses. I'm not asking you what you're doing this trip. I'm Again, we're giving advice to anyone okay. who's going to Vegas on what they should do. So, you, you know, I'm beginning presented of the by show. Northern, I, presented by Northern yeah, Quest. Yeah, presented by, yeah. So, <laughs> sorry, Northern Quest. But, um, but at the beginning of the show, I was talking to you about how, like, this might get me arrested, but have you ever seen the movie Hostel? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay, so let's just a little short tidbit of what Hostel is. It's when they go to Eastern Europe, mm-hmm. these rich people, and they, like, torture people, right? And yeah, yeah. It's, they pay, it's they pay to torture. I feel like there's something like that in Vegas. Off the Strip? Like, we don't know. And it's just a desert out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. You see where I'm going? I'm not, I'm not trying to like, – I didn't do anything or anything, but I'm just saying like, – I hope people don't think I'm some psychopath here or anything like so that. But you, I, have a, I've, I have a feeling like there's some kind of like, like black market where you do some horrible things to people. And you want people to go check that out? No, I do not. I just, I'm just saying those are some things I feel like that are in Vegas, but we, <laughs> there's definitely some unsavory people in Vegas. I don't think anyone would, would, but like, there's the richest people in the world go to Vegas to do the craziest things. Do yeah, you see like, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like murder people. Well, yeah. Yeah. Underpayment. And I feel that happens all the time in, in Vegas. So what, I, and we is don't that talk on your, about it. Is that on your list? I don't want to put it on my list. But you do. But I do. Like, I really <laughs> wanted it to be my fifth. Okay, I'll just put I'll just put hostile. And then in parentheses, like, you got to listen. No, like, if, if anything was going to happen like that in the United States, it would be on the outskirts of Thank you. Life. That's it'd what be, I'm saying. It would be 15 it doesn't miles. Even, I could trip. see it not even be in the outskirts, like, at the bottom of a casino. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so they trap some – actually, the more I was going to explain it, the more – you're right. This is a slippery slope. Because if I, <laughs> if, I, if I detail how the rich people would kill the lower class people, then it would make me look really creepy. <laughs> right. like, examples of how they lure the people in, you know what I mean? Right. That's what I'm saying. All you do is get super drunk. So who knows how many people disappear, you know? But all of a sudden, like, you know what I mean? The rich people get to go. I don't know. We can, This is a. I've not okay. tried to go That's down this card. road. That's your point card. My point okay. card. I'm gonna go immediately. Get yourself. I have this written down verbatim like this. Immediately get yourself a stupid, sugary, obnoxious drink. 
if it if it if it doesn't have a strap that you can sling over your shoulder it's not obnoxious enough you know what i'm talking about uh those and you and like it's such a like first timer vegas thing. 100 percent, 100 percent, 100 percent. but all you need to do is get one and you snap it on your instagram story or whatever just to prove that you're in vegas do it right i know Fat Tuesdays. and, then, and oh, it's their first time in vegas and then she's like the girl's all like like drunk after one drink and it's just it's, it's one of those things, Rob. I'm 31 years old. I won't seek it out, but if I pass a Fat Tuesdays and it's like a, yeah. I'm not working, it's like a party weekend for me, I I have to get the biggest, most obnoxious drink. And and if it's the summertime, oh, yeah. it's for sh- there's no qu- there's no question. Forget about all. it. Yeah. To compliment my macho man Randy Savage shirt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that, oh. that that's my point guard. What's your Who's your two? My two, if you like to be spanked, okay. What are we doing here? <laughs> okay, if you like to be spanked. Well, this is the top five thing. Yeah, if you like to be spanked, Bart and Jed took me to this place called the, I know I'm going to butcher, it's German, Hofbra House. Oh, yeah, Hofbra House. Oh, I don't, it's I don't a great German. It, have you never been there? I've never been there. Oh, it's like a, it's a bunch of Elias's running around, you know, <laughs> just yeah, doing German things. So yeah. being ang- so being angry yeah, sure. and, um, uh, and they just like serve great food, play like Bulgarian mu- music and smashing, you know, you a- smashing brews, smashing loggers smash. And they have the big old, like huge loggers and, and you have all the like sausages and like mustard. It's just a you good. You probably love the place. Wait, what, oh. so when does spanking come into play? They come around with a paddle, I believe. Oh, okay. Okay. And it's huge. It's massive. It's like it's a big old like feels like a big old church or something. Like a and they and they got like a frat house paddle. Yes. Yeah. And there's like picnic tables all throughout the whole building. Hofbra House. Where is that? Somewhere on the strip. It's right now. It's between UNLV and uh, the strip. Oh, it's off the strip. Okay. It's off the strip a little bit, but that's a good place. And especially if you like to eat, drink, and you know, get spanked. That sounds like a good time for me. Hey, I'm sitting here right now with my triple espresso, wishing I was getting spanked. Uh, my number two is is a little more simple. I'm just gonna go play Kino. When you're at brunch, when you're sitting down, they have Kino available everywhere. No one ever plays it. Play Kino. It's going to cost you $2, and it's like 30 minutes worth of fun when the numbers come up. Even if you're with people who don't gamble, you just say, hey, pick four numbers for me. And then out of nowhere, you're going to make gamblers out of them. Kino is a blast. Everyone has a story. Do you win money? I've never won Kino in my life. No, I've probably played 1,000 games. But everyone has friends or a story, some connection of somebody who won like 10 grand just sitting there eating breakfast, you know? So how do you win? It's, it's just like the lottery. It's literally the lottery. Like a, you just pick numbers right, well, and then... And then might every- as well just... Yeah, yeah that, that's going to win with your shooting guard. Good job. <laughs> okay. Who's your three? My three is people watching. Okay. Holy sh... Oh, yeah. Holy... Let's just say that mm-hmm. you can see some characters like I now, if you've ever been 
at the uh, bus station at, in Spokane, you see some interesting characters, I sure. have to admit. Sure. You see some unique people dressed in all sorts of stuff. Well, I feel like Vegas is that times 10. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. You all walk you see all, all classes you. of people. Oh, man. Walking. From all over the world. Yep. yep. Walking on the strip. Yes. You're so, right. This, this is so far the most troubling starting five on your end that we've ever. So far you have um, go to a place where you can kill people for sport. You cannot uh, say that. In that a, you better not tweet that shit out, by the way. But, <laughs> go to, go but, to a place where you get spanked and uh, three stare at people. Stare, well, no, people watching. No, I get it. I get it. <laughs> people watching is good. Staring at, people watching and staring at people are the same thing, but you just, it's the way you say it makes it sound more creepy. Like, oh. Well, if you, yeah, if, oh, I'm just staring at people mm-hmm. all day. Don't worry about me. Or if you just say, oh, I'm just people watching. Yeah, no worries. It's cool. Yeah, you're, you're passing judgment every time someone walks by you at the same time. I don't know. Okay. My number three, and this sounds obvious, but you'd be shocked how many guys don't do it. It's very easy. Number three, day one, outing one. You associate yourself with a bachelorette party. Here's the thing. If you're a couple of dudes, say you're just two, three dudes, and you're walking around and you see 12 chicks, all of them with sashes, they've been, you know, enjoying their afternoon. They want so badly for dudes to talk to them. All you got to do is ask one simple question, Rob. One simple question. So you're a predator. No, 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 no. See, (laughs) give me the benefit of the doubt here. All you got to do is ask, what's the occasion? They're all going to point to the girl who's getting married. Then you ask, where are you from? Out, then they ask questions, bada bing, bada boom. Then it's not even that you don't even have to be interested in them in that way. But then you can roll to the club with a group of girls. And that is so much better if you go to a club with like six, seven girls or a pool with six, seven girls than just you and your four dudes. You know what I mean? You're much more approachable when you have women around you than not. Right. Does that make sense? Associate yourself on day one with a bachelorette. You don't even, maybe. Or a group of women. I don't think you need. Right. Bachelorette part. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it's their birthday. Who cares? Four or five women, because that's like cologne. You put on the cologne. That's women. So you're that, you're that guy. What? If you go to you're a that club, guy. If you go to a club, is- listen. If you go to a club and you're just with a group of dudes, women are going to be like, "Oh God, look at those guys." If you go and you've got a, a few women sprinkled in the mix, you're much more attractive. You're like, "Well, those guys are doing something right. They got chicks around them." You know. Um, my whole this is my argument with that is, it all depends on the type of dudes you're with, too. Okay, fair enough. Well, if you're with bad dudes, you're going to have a bad time anyway. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, on. Uh, who's your fourth? My fourth. So, again, don't judge me. Okay. This is a theme here. I know. Well, this is true. You can go do this in, in Vegas. This is legit is you can go out in the desert and shoot some guns. 
Now, okay. for me, who lives in Spokane, I can go do that in my backyard, basically. But for, like, the person from Southern California where guns are strict and all that blah, 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 it's it's a kind of – it's unique, and it's something different. You know yeah, I mean? letting off steam. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I don't care where you fall on the political spectrum. Right. Right, Santa, who cares? There is something – there is some inherently thrilling about shooting a gun. <laughs> it really is something that, fun. Yeah, I say that as a dude from San Francisco who's 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 pretty left on those things. There is something to be said about there is something to be said about in the right environment shooting a gun. It's primal and it's it's kind of awesome. That's what it is. Yeah. It's primal. Shooting shit is fun. Yeah. It really is. I'm sorry. It is really fun to do. And Having a gun that's really powerful and be able to shoot stuff, it, it's fun. It's fun. I'm sorry. There's a, Going out there's in the a desert world, and shooting stuff is fun. There's a world where I can put this on Twitter and make you look like such a terrible person with your face so far. <laughs> like, number four, shoot guns. Like, what? With no context? Could you imagine that? That's what I'm saying. You better have mine sound and look. Mine, oh, number one. I only, Killing people in the desert. Number two. Well, shoot. that literally was your number one. Um, well, my, <laughs> it's it's hard with 280 characters to surround all these picks with context. So I'll, I will do my best. My number four is kind of similar to yours, and it's just visit a dive bar off the strip. Just get off the strip. See, yes. re, see real Vegas. I know it's hard sometimes when you're only there for a couple of days. But, you know, if you're there for a couple of days, I wouldn't even live the strip. But if you're there like Rob is for four days, go see real Vegas. Well, this is going to go in. This is a good segue into my last one, go which is go to, an, I, I like going to the outlet malls out there. Oh yeah. The strip malls. Yes. Yes. Uh, right. They're, they're fun to do. Like that's just off the strip, something different, you know, seeing uh, real Vegas is, is, is fun. It's yeah, different. it is. Yeah. Yeah. And that goes back to my people watching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. My number five, I think I have you beat here. And I've never done this because I've been caught both times I've tried, but I want you out there to try it. Eat two meals in one sitting at a buffet. So that's show up at a buffet at like 11. Breakfast and, breakfast and be there all the way through lunch. Stick around till you're hungry again for lunch. Now, it's easier said than done because you can get bored. But I, I got close one time. I was there for an hour, and the waiter was onto us. He kept, like, circling around, and it made us uncomfortable, so we had to leave. But I mm. want – because those buffets are so fantastic. Good God. Good God, are they heavenly. I've it's, never, been, it's been a couple years since I've been to one. Oh, I promise you, you'll be eating at the one at the Orleans. Although is I'm, it that? Is it that? I don't know. It's going to be a lot of people from. Oh yeah, out. you might have to get out of there. You might be. You might be recognized too much with your big red yeah. suit. No, the red suit ain't. The red suit's retired. It's done. It's okay. retired for until next year. Do you have two suits picked out for? Uh, I'm not wearing a suit. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to keep it low key. They couldn't handle. I'd be like Robert De Niro in Casino if I were. I'm excited around. for you to experience the Orleans. For a Zags game, because every time you've been, you've been a player, right? Correct. It's dude, it gets rowdy 
The pregame really? so, the pregame social is a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, you're gonna have some fun. Oh boy. And again, if you see Rob, please go up and say, What up, bro? And I'm not a serial killer. He's not I want people killer. to I want people to realize I am not a serial killer. That, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's the perfect There's time. a lot of weird things out there in the desert. Saying hi to Rob at the social is a perfect time to say hi to him because you want to be surrounded by a thousand people. <laughs> saying, Rob, saying hi to Rob off the strip at twilight, probably not the best idea. Because That's of- wrong as well, but okay. <laughs> okay, Rob. Again, uh, we got a whole week until the Zags play again. I'm refreshing Twitter. I don't see the West Coast Awards yet, so... If you're listening, if you're, if you're hoping for us to break that down, sorry to disappoint, but uh, that's bad news. Good news. We have two episodes for you next week, uh, a pre- preview of the championship and then kind of a wrap-up of Rob's whole experience coming uh, later in the week, Thursday or Friday. Overall, Rob, what grade would you give the season? An A+. Plus? Yeah, I would too. I would too. I think we, I, off, off the record, I would have been happy with like a four seed if you talked to me in October. But the fact that we're yeah. with a one right now is really cool. Uh, that we are just ranked where we're ranked right now is incredible. You know, I, they've surprised me every which way. Every game that they've come into that, you know, we've been hesitant in. Or, you know, I thought that maybe they couldn't be able to beat that one team. They've surprised me. And I I give these guys a lot of credit. And I, I give – I wish them nothing but I wish them nothing but success for these guys in this tournament and the upcoming March Madness tournament. Okay, it's going to be a boring week or so until the Zags play again. Uh, watch other teams play basketball. I think it gives you an appreciation of how uh, you know steady our guards are and how skilled our big men are when you watch teams from power conferences. Specifically, and this may come back to bite me in the you-know-what, but there's a team out of North Carolina that is referred to as the Blue Devils. And I am so not impressed with how they play basketball this season. Just saying. Watch. They're going to be the two seed in our bracket and, and beat us. But Don't say that. Watch, it, watch a little bit of basketball. It, I think it will make you appreciate how steady we are up in Spokane. Rob, two shows next weekend. I'll talk to you then. But until then, what do you got for the people? Life has two rules. Number one, never quit. Number two, Always remember the first rule. From the corner! And it's over! Gonzaga! The slipper still fits! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.